so this is what it's like. Welcome to The Good, a podcast produced by Design Works Group, celebrating people and everything good in this world. Good afternoon, everyone. It is the week of December 2nd. We're doing this one a little bit later in the day, so sorry if we uh, threw y'all's schedules off a little bit for all of our regular listeners. Um, if this is your first time listening, first off, thank you. Um, this is a podcast where Logan Draper and I sit down and we just talk about good news um, we want to celebrate people and all the good things happening in this world as kind of a counterpunch to the um, news that people are typically used to that seems like it's always bad um, so that's why we started this podcast and that's what we do every episode I like counterpunch counterpunch I don't yeah I like that a <laughs> lot I just uh, pictured uh, that scene in hot rod for some reason when I said that Oh yeah, when he's I don't know why two handed punch. When you said that to me, it just like, it just clicked. The counter punch. I like that a lot. What's it? What's it called? And what's it actually called in boxing? Is it called a counter punch? Is it, is that such a thing? Am I thinking of something else? No, yeah. I mean, there's like a lot of fighters like in the UFC that uh, like have to like wait for people to attack. They're, they, they're a counter striker. Counter striker. That would be that would be a type of person. So the counter punch is yeah. correct. I might be saying some weird stuff this episode. My brain has been. Strangely foggy today. You've been a little weird today. I was trying to uh, (laughs) type in a phone number (laughs) to call somebody earlier today and look down (laughs) and realize I was typing the number into my calculator. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. The weird part is it was 10 minutes that he was just waiting on the phone for someone to answer. Gosh, they didn't answer again. But yeah, so my brain's not in very good shape today, so bear with me if it gets kind of weird. We're going to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you all for listening. We hope you all had a great Thanksgiving. Got to enjoy some family, some good food, and stuff like that. Yeah. Whatever you all do for Thanksgiving. We just hope you all enjoyed it. Um, we always start this podcast off by talking about what's good in our lives. So what's good, man? Uh, coming off Thanksgiving week. So some good food. I hang out with some family I don't get to see a lot, so that was fun. It was kind of fun this year with Ellie. Ellie's like 14, 15 months old, and it was cool like getting her, seeing her eat some Thanksgiving food and throw it. Yeah. When she gets done, she just knocks everything off her plate, and it's kind of cute. <laughs> Is that as she signals that she's done? Yeah, she has. We've taught oh, her hand hand signs. Uh-huh. She shakes her hands when she's done, and then she wants more. But also, she just slaps food off her plate when she's done. Yeah, she taught herself her own hand sign. Yeah, she called like, slap the food off. Yeah, how would she pick that up, Dad? Like, <laughs> okay, so that was okay. fun. Um, got back into the rhythm of teaching again. I've kind of missed doing that, so got to preach yesterday. Enjoyed that. Um, yeah, and just uh, knock on wood, I'm healthy. You've been healthy for a little bit. No, like a week. For a little bit. Yeah, I was sick last week. Yeah. Walker just uh, turned... Uh, three months on I don't know if we've done an episode since he turned three months old um but he turned three months old on August 27th so we made it three months with a baby so that's that's pretty awesome it is awesome. pretty good starting to figure out his schedule a little bit more 
He's sleeping better. He like the last. So the last probably seven days, there's one, there's only one bad night in between like the whole past week, but every other day, except that, that one day, it was like, he's going three or four hour spurts instead of like an hour to two hours. So the boy is starting to sleep in his crib now. You love for, it for extended periods. That's nice. Emily loves it. I'm still, uh, I'm still being thrown in the guest room, the closet room, because I snore, and it keeps her up. So hopefully, once I get the CPAP machine, I'll be able to move back into the to the main room. You'll be a normal human again, and you'll be rested. <laughs> I'll be a normal human. It's kind of a weird cycle for you because. You, you haven't gotten, they haven't called you back for your CPAP, but you've been actually trying to call them. And then you say you haven't been calling them. You've been just, uh, just been typing numbers, calculating on things on your calculator. Yeah, I've, I've been calculating a lot of stuff, but have not been making any phone calls. I've been blaming them this whole time. Okay. Little did I know that my sleep apnea was so bad that it made my head so foggy that I couldn't call them. And I was just typing on my calculator. It's a doom loop. Yeah. But you're finding the good in it and you're breaking out. Yep. Yeah. Also, Thanksgiving was good. Good food. Walker got to meet some new family members. He got to meet um, Emily's grandparents and then cousin and aunt and uncle. I guess I don't know what our aunt and uncle would be to him. Great aunt and uncle. Probably. I would just call aunt and uncle. So he got to meet like five new family members. So that was cool. They all loved him. But yeah, just glad that we made it three months and he's starting to sleep better. He's he's healthy. I did have a uh, um, I read that story or I saw like a headline about there's like a flu related death in like a flu related infant death in Wichita Falls, and there had been like only two in Texas this year. And then my uh, hypochondria kind of kicked in for him. Yeah, a little panic. Yeah, so been checking his his uh, temperature like every single night. He's just fed up with me, I think. Yeah. So we have that like forehead one. I think he hates it. Yeah. How would you quit doing that? But I do it. And I yeah. do it like eight times eight times every night. Just because I gotta make sure. Still good. Is, this, is it accurate? Is it consistent? So he's probably tired of that thing rubbing his forehead. But he's healthy. He's healthy. So that's a blessing. Um but yeah. Uh we're gonna move on to our haikus. 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 Happy hi hi. A hi hi. This segment is called Happy Haikus, if you didn't know from that from that intro. But we just write a simple haiku that yeah. is supposed to be happy. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be fun. Yeah. I had to tag somebody else in this week to help me. That's fine. I was in a meeting today, and so I asked Morgan if she would help me write a haiku. She tried to write me one, too, but <laughs> wasn't good. But she mixed it up. She did. A, this one is a three five three. It's gonna be super short. Yeah, I'm used to doing the other the old five seven five. This is gonna, this is gonna be like half of the the background song. I'll go slow. Read it slow so it can be dramatic. Here we go. Hello there. It's almost Christmas, but who cares? Hello there. It's almost Christmas, but who cares? I'm kind of in the Christmas spirit already. I am too. We, uh, kind of, we've, I think we've started three Christmas movies, have not finished any of them. Okay. Mainly because we always start them 
like 30 minutes to an hour, hour before Walker's bedtime. And then like 30 minutes to an hour into the movie, we go do bedtime. And then we usually both just go to bed. Yeah. So have we you, haven't, we haven't finished one. Have you watched Noel yet? No. You know what it is? It's that, is that that Netflix one or the Disney plus one? Disney plus. No. Anna Kendrick, I think. Um, it's good. It's different. Was it? Yeah. I we, saw, yeah, I saw they, there's one on Disney plus. I think Netflix made a, I think they have two new ones on there. Maybe. We've just I been on be Disney wrong. plus all the time because Ellie will only watch Toy Story. Yeah. We watched Inside Out the other day mm. on Disney plus. So Disney plus is pretty good. That's pretty dope. It's pretty good. All right. Here's my haiku. Green bean casserole, mashed potatoes, and stuffing. Thank you, Thanksgiving. Just all the be- all the best food. Thanksgiving is like probably literally my second favorite meal. I just love all the Thanksgiving food. Except, I, th- I think we were talking about this earlier. Turkey's not my favorite. I like ham. I like the Thanksgiving ham. So if I'm making a sandwich, yep, I like turkey sandwiches way better. But as far as like meats that you have during Thanksgiving, I don't like turkey by itself i do kind of like the ham though yeah but then all the casseroles and the mashed potatoes i think we need to get out of that out of what the turkey thing it's a it's a dry bird yeah it's a, it doesn't fly i'm just i don't know great on sandwiches there's there's very few things better than a leftover turkey sandwich <laughs> however a turkey or a thanksgiving ham is four thousand times better yeah, we need so why not have steak that's true you know, why not have something like that? I don't know. Lobster. I don't know. Let's do something different. We didn't, we didn't even have turkey at our Thanksgiving. We just had ham. Do you really not? This year. Oh, yeah. that's what you do. Yeah. I respect that. We also had, which I've never had at a Thanksgiving before, we had a like broccoli cheese rice casserole. Had that. And it's, it's pretty awesome. We used to always, uh, for Christmas, because Thanksgiving Christmas is so close, we wouldn't do any of the those kind of foods. We would just do like... A, enchiladas and fajitas or burgers or steaks yeah i like that my uh birthday was the monday before thanksgiving i don't know if i told this uh last episode or not but uh my mom asked me what i wanted for my birthday dinner and i was kind of joking and i said just all the casseroles and meatloaf and she made like all my favorite casseroles and meatloaf and our thanksgiving lunch didn't look much different from my birthday lunch which is the best thing ever and that close together. Yeah. That's the best. So, yep. And then I went home with my uh, birthday leftovers, made me a meatloaf, hash brown casserole, and cheesy grit sandwich. That's money. It was the best. Do you, uh, you get, Next time you need to press it in a panini. Press. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. I think we did talk about this last episode because I'm re-saying that. These people are probably getting tired of listening to us say the same things over and over. But, oh, well. Hey, good vibes. Good vibes. Never said that before. Yeah. We're about to talk about some good vibes with these happy headlines. If you're down and feeling kind of crappy, well, guess what? We'll make you happy, happy headlines. Yeah. Sometimes I forget that we sang that intro. Mm-hmm. I hear it so much. Yep. And then I, it clicks. I'm like, oh, we did that. That also might have been weird. my best transition ever. Oh, you didn't know that transition. I'm sorry. I should have complimented yeah, that. I was waiting for the compliment. It was very good. I didn't want to bring it up myself, but I feel like you weren't going to acknowledge it. Oh, no, I was about to. Okay. Yeah, I was about to. Yeah. All right, I'll go first. All right, so my first one is Thanksgiving themed, which seems to be the uh, the theme of this this episode. Um, but two sisters, Ray. The headline is two sisters raise thousands 
to buy 108 Thanksgiving meals and turkeys for families in need. So when I first saw this headline, I was picturing two like grown women doing this. And then it got into the story and the two sisters, Alex Fisher and Caroline Fisher, are nine years old and six years old. Holy cow. Not what I was picturing when I read the headline. But uh, yeah, Alex and Caroline, um, apparently their family started this as like a service project in 2017, um, just for like their family to do for the holidays and their mom like initially suggested that they just do- donated one box of food. And Alex, the older sister, said that one box wasn't enough and that um, that they should do 10 boxes. Um, so her mom kind of explained like the, the financial part of that. It was like, hey, we can't really do that financially. Um, I would love to, but we just, we just can't really do that financially because they're originally just going to like for the – one mil, they're going to pay for it themselves and everything. So then, obviously, 10 mils gets a little bit expensive. Um, so the girls, the sisters, were pretty determined to do more than that That one box. They wanted, they wanted to do at least 10 boxes. So they set up a lemonade and baked goods stand to raise funds. Um, dating back to 2017, the first year they did this, their uh, lemonade and um, baked goods stand raised enough money for a hundred boxes of food. <laughs> so it's ten times what their goal was. Um, last year, 2018, they raised enough money for 130 boxes of food and 50 turkeys. And this year, they raised um, 2,896 dollars, which is good for 108 boxes. Um, of Thanksgiving food and 108 turkeys. Um, their mom said, the girls are always excited um, when they see their friends, teachers, and neighbors show up to their lemonade stand, but they're too young to understand how much attention they're actually getting. They just know this means a lot of people will be, uh, they just know this means a lot of people will be able to have Thanksgiving dinner. So they're just like, Obviously, just want to help people um, and give them a Thanksgiving dinner. Um, yeah, but they uh, the family goes and buys all the all the food. They take it to a rescue mission um, in Charlotte, North Carolina. They take it to the rescue mission's headquarters, and it's a um, nonprofit that provides services for people struggling with addiction. Um, they have like an annual Thanksgiving uh, food drive, so. Um, Kudos to those two sisters for being being am, ambitious and not settling for that one box of food and setting their goal at 10 and far surpassing that by like 10 times yeah. and helping that many people. Um, and then, yeah, One Life, our um, Logan's a pastor there. Okay. We both go there. We're both a part of the community. We're both a part of the One Life community. There we go. Um, we, uh, this isn't the first year we uh, we've done this, is it? So I, th- I if I'm I think it's the second year in a row. Yeah, I think I think we did it. Could last be year. more, but I know we for sure did it last year. Yeah, one life this year there. I don't I don't remember who they was it for students last year. Yeah, the um the Kinlands, Anthony and Samantha. Uh huh. Um, somehow were connected or knew somebody and just I think they're the ones that kind of got it going. Yeah, yeah. So but it's for all. It's just for MSU students. Yeah, basically, 
members or just whoever wanted to help out could come grab a, uh, a laundry basket um, from One Life and bring it back up. And then I think some pe- people shipped all those baskets to the student center at Midwestern State University and hand them out to, to students there. And I, I think they handed out 52 baskets yep. to students yep. who weren't necessarily going to be able to go home for Thanksgiving. Yeah. So they could still enjoy a little Thanksgiving food. So. Yeah, there was somebody who came in, um, they just kind of referenced in a letter that they only had a couple dollars in their account at that time, especially being a college student away from home and not having a lot of like financial support. That's got to be so tough. Yeah. And uh, I think she said that this would last her for a few weeks, oh, like the amount of food. So like would help her get to, you know, her next check. So that's awesome. That's super cool. Especially yeah. this tough of year when it's just tough. Yeah. Everyone else is kind of has it, you know, a little easier and you're away just trying to get a degree. So yeah, super cool. Yeah, and it's probably a little bit lonely on campus with a lot of students going home. Yeah, so yeah. just a probably just a little a good reminder of home and just, I don't know. Obviously, the food and financial aspect of that is um, provides a lot too. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, I I think I grew up maybe taking it for granted. You just kind of expect it. Yeah, like I just spent the beginning of this podcast ranting about how bad Turkey is. <laughs> yeah, you know? and some people it's like to even have people think of that and then to have the opportunity. So and especially when you're six and eight years old, like how crazy is that, that they, they don't really care if they get a news headline. Those girls just want to help. How many did you say they got? 108? 108. That's crazy. 100. I'm the kind of guy that sets a goal for a hundred. I want to help a hundred people. And then I get enough money to help 10. Yeah. And they did the opposite. Yeah. They did the opposite. They just wanted to help 10. Started off as one. And then they were basically like, mom, <laughs> We can help more than one than one family. Let's let's help at least ten. That's okay. convicting to me. Like, yeah. you get if you know that you have the means to help one family have a meal. That's huge. Yeah. Help one person, but to help one hundred eight and one life helped fifty plus or something like that. Yeah. yeah, they got. I think they got a lot of their money from their lemonade and baked goods stands, but then they also got quite a bit of donations after I guess their story got out. So, yeah, good for them. <laughs> My uh, first story is also Thanksgiving themed. And uh, I, I remember seeing this story a couple years ago circulating on social media. But um, the headline is Grandma Who Invited Wrong Teen to Thanksgiving Shares Fourth Holiday with Him. And so um, I believe her name is Wanda. It all started when 62 year old Wanda, she, she thought she was texting her grandson, and she texted the wrong number. And uh, she texted Jamal. And I, I guess they just kind of went back and forth. It's like, you got the wrong number. And then she just doubled down. It was like, no, no, no. Like, seriously, you can you can come over for Thanksgiving. And so he showed up. And so he has been showing up. There's a picture of them all, all their years together. How crazy is that? He just comes every year to her family Thanksgiving. I don't know. I don't, I didn't, I kind of did some research. I didn't see a ton of stuff on like his backstory and if he had another Thanksgiving to go to or whatever, but, um, I don't know. I just think that's super cool that like a random text leads to four straight years of, of a friendship. Do you think they, they like talk and hang out throughout the year? Do you think it's just Thanksgiving? He just like shows up at the door now. I kind of hope that I kind of, I kind of hope it's just like, just like it's a knock. Jamal's here. Jamal's here again. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's cool. Like that sometimes that you're not trying to necessarily 
do something different or special. But then when you're presented with the offer or the opportunity, like she, it'd been very easy for her to be like, "Oh, sorry, I texted the wrong number." Yeah. But to just be like, "Oh, hey, who are you? You want to come? You want to come over for Thanksgiving?" And then the boy came through. I don't know if I would have. Yeah, I don't know if I would have either. I probably for sure wouldn't. That would have been like your biggest nightmare. I know. To go to someone random's house. Especially if I showed up and there's like 100 people there. I would have bounced. It's like the two, I mean, it's like two like super unlikely people too. Yeah. It's like a, a 20-year-old and a 62-year-old woman that are just like, so we, we doing Thanksgiving again or what? So, I don't know. I love that story. But I remember seeing it a few years ago. They're still doing it. Still, still kicking it, man. <laughs> man. That's pretty cool. All right. My next one, the headline is, No kids came to this 11-year-old's birthday party. Then his favorite hockey team made his dreams come true. Um, so this kid, he was having his, 11 year old, his 11th birthday. His name's Cade. Um, none of the friends that he invited showed up to his birthday party. Um, so his dad, Jason... Um, he took to Twitter to try and crowdsource, um, some birthday love for his son. And basically he just, uh, posted a picture, um, of Cade and in the picture he was wearing a, a Toronto Maple Leafs jersey. Um, but yeah, he tweeted that, that picture of him and basically just ran through the story. Like, um, today's my son's birthday. None of the people that he invited showed up and it kind of hurt. Um, mm. so if you could just send him some love. Um, so he got apparently a flood of, of tweets from some hockey players and some celebrities and some politicians, Luke Skywalker himself, Mark Hamill shouted him, shouted him out for his birthday and Ben Stiller didn't really list many, uh, any of the other politicians or celebrities. I don't know who they were. Um, but then the, Oh, he also like tagged, I forgot who all he tagged, but he tagged the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs in his tweet. Um, so then the the Maple Leafs, his favorite team, whose jersey he is wearing in this in this picture, they took notice. And the team flew Cade um, and his family from their home in Newfoundland to Toronto for the Maple Leafs game. Oh, that's awesome. I don't know how far that is because I don't know my Canadian geography. But yeah, they uh, they put him and his family on a plane and um, brought him to a game. He's able to watch like the, I don't know what morning skate is. Again, I'm not that big of a uh, hockey fan until the playoffs, and that's only if the Dallas Stars are in the playoffs. Yeah, and even then so, you're not watching the morning sorry. skate. Yeah, sorry, Maple Leafs. So, um, yeah, he was invited and able to watch the morning skate, and he uh, met some of the team in the locker room. And then, like during the game, the Maple Leafs mascot, Carlton, it's a good name for a mascot. That's a good name. Carlton the Bear wheeled out a Maple Leaf themed cake and led the entire Scotia Scotiabank. Scotiabank. I guess that's how you say it. Sco- he led the entire Scotiabank arena in a booming rendition of Happy Birthday. How awesome is that? <laughs> how old is this kid? He's uh he just turned eleven. Oh man. So it's his eleventh birthday. Nobody showed up. <laughs> That's a bummer. That is that's a bummer. But then yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the Maple Leafs took notice, his favorite hockey team. That would have like that would have happened to me when like when I was that age and the Texas Rangers yeah. invited me out. I was able to take some like some, some batting practice alongside them or something like that. Yeah. I would I wouldn't have been down for like the whole 
everybody in the crowd singing me happy birthday. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not about that. I don't even like it when Chili's does it. Yeah. I don't like it being in a yeah, restaurant when it happens. For sure. If I could have met, met some of the players, I don't even know who is. How many, dang, that was like 19 years ago when, <laughs> when I was 11. I don't even know if sports were around then. Yeah. Willie Mays might have still been playing then. Dude, yeah. You got Babe Ruth. Yeah. Mickey Mantle, Babe Ruth. There, I think they were all still around. Golly. And that was probably during the, the Texas Rangers steroids era. <laughs> it probably was. <laughs> those, guys, so, those guys would have just thrown you over the fence. So I probably would have, if I would have uh, been invited to the locker room, I probably would have seen a, a lot of sketchy stuff going yeah. on. A bunch of like, that's, 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 bunch of guys turn around quickly and hiding stuff from me. <laughs> What's this needle for? Palmyra? Yeah. What? Hmm? Nothing. See ya. But yeah, super cool. Yeah, well, super bummer that people didn't show up. Um, but it's cool that other people showed up for them. Yeah. Family showed up and the Maple Leafs showed up. Yeah. Maple Leafs, I'm a fan of what you did, but I'm not a fan of you. Yeah. It's Dallas Stars or nothing. Yeah. Come from the biggest hockey fan ever. Yeah. That's all I've been... Dude, I'm, I love watching Madonna <laughs> score goals, bro. Madonna and Brett Hull. Yeah. And uh, I just forgot. To, I just, never mind. I forgot his name. I don't know. I love hockey. Yeah. Good for them, though. That costs the organization some money to fly his family out. Yeah. Set some time aside. Yep. I think that's cool. Yeah. Get him a cake. Yeah. I wonder if he got to eat it. It came in a wheelbarrow. It could have been dirty. That's true. No, oh. Not a wheelbarrow. <laughs> They like wheel it out on a. Oh, I thought you said it was in a wheelbarrow. No, they wheel. <laughs> I was super amped about no, that. They uh, uh, wheeled out a okay. maple leaf theme. Sorry, theme cake. It was like on a table. I was bushly on my part. I just pictured the that mascot <laughs> that, Carlton. That does kind of sound like a, a Canadian thing to do. Kind of does. Wheel out a cake in a wheelbarrow. That's another thing about is Canadians, the nicest people on earth. Yep. I don't know if that's true or not, but they were pretty nice when we went there. I've never been. You should go. I never left Texas before. You should go. You should go to a Maple Leafs game. See that? I might see that wheelbarrow promotion that they do. That wheelbarrow race. I think they did mess up there. I think they could have done that. I think that would have been pretty cool. Wheelbarrow cake. All right, my uh, my last story. It's kind of two in one, but the headline is: 49ers player surprises school principal by handing him a check to pay off all outstanding cafeteria debts. <laughs> Um, and I'm a big fan of this guy, even before the story. Uh, but Richard Sherman, you ever heard of that guy? Mm-hmm. I love Richard Sherman. Mm-hmm. I love his swag. Yeah, I, th- I think he's uh he's one of those guys that people love to hate. Yep. You either you either love him or you hate him. If you've ever if you've ever listened to Richard Sherman talk, he's a smart dude. Ooh, I wouldn't I would not want to argue with him. Yeah, very smart guy, but also apparently a very generous guy. Um, but apparently this principal. Um, was working at a 49ers um, museum nearby, and Sherman just pulled up next to him and just handed him a check for $7,500 to pay the debt for this middle school. And the donation was enough to benefit 60 kids with unpaid balances. And the quote from the principal was, it's the most generous thing happened to these kids. Um, It's the perfect way to give back and help them. It's the kindest, most generous gesture. Uh, but what really like locked me up about this story, because I just don't think about it. I, I mean, I just grew up when I went to school. If I wanted to have breakfast or lunch, like it was always available. Mm-hmm. And I mean, 
either I had a lunch with me or whatever, but a lot of people don't have that opportunity. But Richard Sherman's Family Foundation uh, was formed in 2013. And his, I'm trying to find this quote. Uh, uh, we found that eliminating students' lunch debt is one way to help assist families in relieving some of the stress that comes from attending school on a daily basis. <clears throat> the last thing any child should have to worry about is being able to afford eating breakfast or lunch at school. We aim to do our part to eliminating that obstacle. But apparently this isn't the first time he's done it. Um, he wrote a check for $20,000 to pay off a lunch debt and Tacoma public school system. So just trying to eliminate. Uh, that's a huge hurdle. Yeah, it is. For kids to go to school and not have the ability to eat lunch. I think there's been a, like studies done like kids that don't come to school uh, or come to school without uh, eating breakfast compared to kids who do come to school and they have eaten breakfast and like the difference, like their school performance. And I, th I think it's, um, I don't know. It's pretty, uh, the difference pretty big. And I'm, I remember like when Emily was teaching, like, so a lot of her students, um, like would come without eating. And I think like, I don't know. I think if they don't have like the money to eat or if they, if that's, if the family can do something else, with money that would be spent on lunch, the kids just like won't eat. That's yeah. going to affect them more than just being hungry. It's going to affect their like performance and drive and passion for learning or whatever extracurricular stuff they do in school. That's tough, man. Yeah. That's just like, it's not like a luxury. It's a necessity. Yeah. But I think a lot of schools take that on though. I know working with a local school here, uh, Burke ISD working with their superintendent, Tower Chaplin, he said like they don't turn people away. So a kid comes up, they got an outstanding balance. They have no money. Like they're gonna, they're gonna give them food. Yeah. And so it becomes, it becomes not. I mean, maybe burden's the wrong word, but it's heavy on the school and the school district. He doesn't have a ton of money. Um, but there's also a story that happened. I think it was last week or the week before, um, where someone here in our local community, Wichita Falls, um, paid all the debt for Zundi Elementary, and it was an anonymous donor. Did not uh, say who they were. They completely paid off all of the debt um, for all the kids at the school, which is super cool. Uh -huh. um, and just if you are listening to this and you struggle to um, pay for your kids' lunch or, or whatever, there's a Heartland Apps, heartlandapps.com. You can go there and there's application for free and reduced uh, student lunches. So you can go there. And uh, that'll help you out, but just something I don't think about. Yep, I remember like obviously like taking money, like when we were in high school, taking money every day and like just paying cash for food every day. Then usually having an, enough money left over to go grab one of those Otis Spunkelmeyer cookies. <sighs> Whoo, those were so, a problem. Yeah, I took that for super granted, especially like as a young kid. Like you don't know. Like you just, your parents are trying to survive. Yeah. And you're just trying to survive. And so for me, it was just like, shoot, it probably makes me, it makes me feel kind of bad. I'm sure I was griping if I didn't get the exact. We used to tell our parents leaving uh, football practice in the summer, we had hunger headaches. <laughs> they would take us to McDonald's to get food. Yep. How soft is that? That worked like three days in a row. I know. And I think they caught on. It's like, 
We all have headaches every day. Like, yeah, just like a, we burn so many calories we need food. Need fuel. Yeah, I got a hunger headache. I'll take three Big Macs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but shout out to Richard Sherman. Yeah. Doing his thing. I think it's cool. I know that those guys that sometimes get a bad rep, but they're putting their bodies on the line. Who does he play for now? The 49ers? 49ers, yeah. They've had a great season. They have. So. Yep. A lot well, of good things going on, man. There is. It's a time. I think it's the, the time of year where people find the good the most. Did you, uh, this probably isn't an appropriate podcast to bring this up on, but did you see any of the like, compilation videos of Black Friday this year? I did. I did. They're mostly super sad, but some are kind of funny. I know. Did you see the one with everybody getting the TVs? That's like I just spike in the camera the whole time, <laughs> smiling, ripping that 60 inch TV out of the rack. Oh, man. Yeah. It kind of hurts my soul to watch those, but they're also funny at the same time. Did you ever see the video that Ronnie, Josh, and I did? Mm-mm. We did it for a church video, and we went out one night. I think it was Thanksgiving night one year. And we went to Best Buy, Target, and maybe a couple of other places. And we just interviewed people online for what they were getting. And this was like, this. I don't know if people still wait in line as much. Maybe they do. But people, we, Emily and I drove by Walmart on our way home uh, Thursday night, and there was already a, it was pe- like more packed than I've ever seen it. People waiting? I didn't see like any lines out the door, but there's already, like the whole parking lot that went on Greenbrier was full. Uh, yeah, interviewing people online was... This is so funny. We ran into this guy who was hammered. He had no idea what he was in line for. Like, no idea. He kept saying, I just saw a line and got in it. But he was with some <laughs> friends. And like, what are you going to get in there? And he's like, I don't even care. And there was people like at the front of the line, like what they wanted. And some of them really, they're just like, hey, there's some great deals. And we're going to just take advantage of them. Like it wasn't ever, for most people, it wasn't a need. It wasn't like yeah. I, I could use a TV and I could save some money. Just kind of like, man, the TVs are cheap. I can get this game system. They just they just looked at that ad and didn't even realize they they wanted something until they they saw it for fifty bucks off. I know. I'm like, better get it now. Yeah, I didn't want it before, but I better get it now in case I do want it. I think a lot of people don't realize that you're not saving money if you spend money on something discounted that you don't need. Yeah, you still just spent money. Yeah, I've been cheaper. You still spent money. But yeah, uh, the gas station I go to JJ's by my house. I was asking him. I think I went in on Thanksgiving Day. They were open until 7, and I was like, have y'all been busy? He's like, man, I've sold more ice and more papers than I've ever sold in my life. More papers? People were coming in to get the Black Friday deals out of the paper. Oh. So people were coming in, and it was a $5 for the paper, and they were buying it. Good gosh. He said he, he said that within the first hour he sold 30 which isn't a lot, but it also is a ton. Yeah. But that just made me laugh so hard. It took me a long. It took me halfway through the day to realize it was for Black Friday. I thought people just all of a sudden wanted to know the news. Were interested in the news. I was like, "Are you talking about the good?" That's yeah. a that's a news network. Yeah. We do not have any Black Friday deals to uh, give you guys, but we can offer you some joy and some hope. We can hopefully offer you some joy. Yeah. All right. You got anything else you want to talk about? Mm-mm. All right. We're gonna end this. Okay. Mine just got foggy again. Um, yeah. Why are you, are you calculating numbers? Yeah, I was just I just saw the numbers floating above my head, and I was trying to calculate them real quick, and then all of a sudden it turned to a phone number, and I thought I needed a reminded me that I needed to call somebody. Um, have you made that phone call yet? Yes, I have. Okay. Sorry. Yes, yes, yes I have. Um, yeah, we hope you all have a great week. 
And as always, be on the lookout for the good. <laughs> <laughs>